Hello and welcome to another comedian's interview for my blog A Rich Comic Life. My name is Richard Gill and my blog describes my experiences of watching over 800 comedians and counting over the last 46 years. I'm delighted to welcome my guest today, the fantastic Mr. Sean Walsh. Yes! Hello mate! How are you? <laughs> Are you all right? right? There's, there's that clap. I recognise that clap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've, got, you've got the distinctive clap. <laughs> as well as the laugh. It's the, like, the loud clap as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yes. it's yeah. my trademark, mate. <laughs> so you're all right then? How are you doing? Yes. <laughs> are you all right? I'm doing fine. I'm, um, I'm just... Yes, I'm just uh, writing... Trying to, trying to use the lockdown to, uh, to to write things and make things, but uh, yeah, so sort of quietly enjoying it. Really, I, to be honest, like the thing is, I quite, I quite, I quite like it. If there wasn't the sort of financial financial aspect of, you know, how do you earn money and lockdown, if there wasn't that, I would, um, I'd probably, I'd probably be all right with this forever. <laughs> You and me both, my friend. It's great just doing at zero. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. So, so, so we're going to talk about your comedy career over the next 45 minutes or hour or so. And let's go right back to the start. I think you are an absolutely brilliant observational comedian. And you're one of my current favourite comics on the circuit. How did you begin... What inspired you to be a comedian? Well, first of all, that's very nice of you to say that. Um, that I appreciate that a lot. It's lovely. It's always okay. it's like a, you know, it's what you sort of to do it so that it's quite unbelievable uh, when someone says that you're one of their favourite comedians. I, I'm always blown away. Um, I'm not sure people realise how much it means to me. Like I remember doing a Chiswick Headliners, I think sort of in between the lockdowns. Yeah. And someone came up to me and said that they had come, that they're like, that their girlfriend brought them to see me. And I'm always just like, I'm always amazed by it. I can't, I can, I always, I just, I never consider myself to be like a comic that people sort of remember, I suppose. So it's, um, yeah, I'm very flattered. But um, what was the question? It was, <laughs> was how, it? Did, <laughs> how did you become a comedian? Well, I, I became a comedian. Yeah, it's, you know, I, 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 uh, is, uh, I you know, I, I, I actually said this in my last Edinburgh show, um, or last tour show, that, that as far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a comedian. It's like that line from Goodfellas. I don't, I don't really remember wanting to be anything else. It was certainly some sort of performer, a comic actor or a comedian. And it wasn't until seeing um, Lee Evans, when I think I was 11, that, that, that this idea of stand-up comedy um, was born in my mind, that there was this thing where there was just a person making people laugh. This, yeah. was, this was unbelievable. And... Um, and then when I was 17, my mum took me and my brother to the Comedia in Brighton. 
which is sort of you know Brighton's comedy store. Yeah, yeah. And and that, that's where I discovered that you know you didn't you didn't have to be a name, you didn't have to be famous or in the in the public eye to be able to do this. That really anyone could do this this thing. And so that that was it really. From I'd always sort of thought I would be an actor or something, yeah. quite delusional. Um, but uh, but at seventeen, that's when I. That was a real life-changing, many life-changing moments in, in my life, but that's certainly up there. Where one of the most defining moments of my life was my mum taking me to the um, the Comedia. So there you go, really. I've been there many times, the Comedia. It's such a good club to play, and I've seen many... Um, many a great comic there and and when you when you're talking about lee evans he he always um used uh, carlisle which is my home city as a um a, a, a training uh, ground for his big tours so we would see him in a little tiny theater there wow and uh, wow. He, he was extraordinary because of his visual uh, of course, his visual jokes and his it, every visual um, punchline after his gag was hilarious, and and he's what he, he's he's very 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 good, uh, really good. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Love, yeah. Uh, I've seen you perform on stage many times over the years. Um, describe your first gig. What was your first gig like? My first gig, so. So I had, I had, basically, I put my name down for um, some like open spot nights, some new material nights. Um, and I kept bottling it. I kept not showing up. And then, and then when I eventually sort of did get the confidence to, to do it, this this open mic night at the Comedia was was gone. Right. Uh, ceased to exist. But it was this comedy course that was was now available. Yeah. So I did that course, and it was a 12-week course, the Jill Edwards course, a right. wonderful woman, um, uh, who said, you know, it's such an impact on my life, a positive impact on my life. And and um, and uh, at the end of this week, course, she did, there was a gig at the Comedian, you got to do it, you could sort of, I suppose if you could be good enough, if you will, to get on onto the night. Right. But before that, before that night, me and um, my friend Jim Holland, who, uh, who who I met on the course, he he it was him really. He um, he wanted to do one before the, the gig at the Comedia, so he booked us into a little um, a tiny little fifty seater theatre um, called the Marlborough Theatre, which was above the the Marlborough Tavern, I think, the Marlborough Pub in Brighton. Yeah. And um, that was the first gig. I think November twenty-four, uh, two thousand and um, six. Wow. November twenty-four, two thousand and six, and um, bloody hell, blood. Specific yeah. date as well. Jesus. Well, yeah, God, of course. <laughs> it might have been the twenty-fifth, but the twenty-fourth or twenty-fifth. And, wow. um, and like I was, I was so I was so nervous that day that I couldn't I couldn't talk, and me wow. and Jim couldn't talk to each other. We met up a couple of hours before the gig or something, and we just couldn't talk to each other. And we um, I'll always remember being in the green room, and we didn't say anything to each other, but we just looked at each other and we hugged each other before we both went on and had um, 
a wonderful time. I was very lucky. What was quite amusing about that gig is, which I, I, um, I should I should remember every time really is that, you know, this was a this was a new act night, the yeah. fifty seats of new act night. So you know, it wasn't it wasn't normal really for this to be sold out, despite it only being fifty seats. You know, there's no names, there are no professional comedians on. Yeah. Um, but one guy, I think from from Bournemouth or Portsmouth, some, somewhere along the coast. One young guy who was about my age brought a coachload of a coachload of people to support him at his gig, and um, so it was sold out. Wow! And, um, and and that made there was a real energy there. Brilliant for, for, for me for me and Jim. But the world was so funny as he he struggled. Oh, mate. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't That's why I write this blog because um, uh, I I um, I went on a half day writing course through Amused Moose to try oh, yeah. and, to try and improve <laughs> my uh, writing skills, and I went there and I went with a load of people who wanted to be a reviewer, and uh, I oh, sat and I, I know and I sat there, and she came round to me and she went she, she went why are you here very direct. And uh, I said, um, well, I said, I regard, I'm not a reviewer, I'm not a diarist, I'm not a critique. What I am is a member of the audience and I'm out to have a good time. And I, and I go and I enjoy myself and I've, I got this idea for this blog. So I regard the blog as an enthuse. It's like a celebration of all the brave heroes that go out there and actually have a go and do it because um it it must be when it goes well it must be the best feeling in the world it's funny isn't it because obviously you know we're doing this in lockdown three yeah and it's been a while it's it, i forget very i i do forget very easily what a wonderful feeling it is i i never want to go back on stage it's always if you if you give it if you give me a bit of time off, I don't want to go back. I'd be absolutely <laughs> petrified. Well, I hope I'll be you do. <laughs> well, I will, of course. It's, I, it's my job. All I think about are the nerves and the anxiety and the panic and all of that 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 comes with it. But um, but you're but you are right, of course that. That um, when I go and I think of a new idea, uh, and I think when I, I'm, I think I'm, as a comic, I try to get on stage with the idea fully formed, yeah. as opposed to, you know, um, you know, uh, I remember Rom Rom me and Romesh discussing this. You know, Romesh is very happy to get up and. And sort of and see what flies and, and and let that take him in the direction um if i'm not putting words in his mouth but i i i don't i don't uh, i don't like that and i like to try and 
have it fully formed and go up there and, and then start from there really. Yeah, yeah. So but, but what, what I mean is, is when that, when that works, um, yeah, it, it's, just, it's such a rush. I, I would say, by the way, that, you know, that a lot of comics, I think, certainly from my experience, would say there's, there's nothing better than the feeling of something new working. And I actually disagree. I think the, the best feeling for me is, is actually something that you've, that, that you've tried, you haven't got to work, but then you've fixed in maybe two and three, possibly four gigs. And then you finally made it work. For me, that's actually the best feeling Brilliant. in, in stand-up. Not, yeah. not, not just, not just sort of trying something and it working. Because obviously, you know, mo most of the stuff I try does work. So I'm only joking. So, <laughs> so you've, so you've, <laughs> yes, I like your modesty. It does. <laughs> no, I'm joking. What I'm I was, joking, what I, of course, what I, what I was going to say was, um, but it, but it is uh, a determination to get it right, because if you've got a good idea and you and sometimes you may need two or three goes, the 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 brilliance of getting it right and the reaction from the audience is amazing. Well, I, I, say. Well, I, su I suppose it depends on who you're talking to. Right. I think that I'm instinctively instinctively i would say that's one of my strengths my instinct for it is, yeah. is one of my strengths but i would but i so i find fixing something a lot harder you know the sort right. of maps if you will yeah are, are, are of it so so for me i think i i get more of a satisfaction from from the fixing because but simply because i find that harder so um yeah that's brilliant. That's such a good answer. Um, what do you generally like to talk about on stage? Do you have any themes? Is it just ordinary life? Is it um, what things that have happened to you? I, I think I, I I think for me, you know, and you develop over the years, and I uh, have sort of, you know, you you. You develop, but you also you do you ch well you ch you know you, well, you change as a human and yeah. and the act can can sort of you know it can it can come with you and or or if the act is really locked in then maybe the, your life can change but the act stays the same and and I've tried to sort of strike a balance between the two I think uh, you know my life has changed a lot since I started stand up. Mm. So the act has had to change because you don't want it to be, you don't want it to completely be a character. You still want it in some way to be, I think, an extension of you. I think that's the magic of you as an act because you're you're so original with um, picking a word or a subject and just describing it so it's so relatable to an audience. The 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 three that come to mind. Uh, your hangover routine, which which one? I was in my twenties. There were, there were, you know, these you evolved from tens and tens <laughs> of routines about hangovers. Hangovers, uh, uh, um, bin liners, which I loved. These, the uh, oh, yeah. when when the bin liner got full and you and and you didn't yeah. want to empty it. 
and uh, at your yeah. last show where where you were kicking uh, uh, you were describing a kicking a football to a neighbor and you had to go and get the neighbor's ball that yes when you when yeah. you're a child and yeah, you had to yeah, get the yeah. ball back after those, kicking it over the fence those three just off the top of my head i can remember yeah crying with laughter at you talking about them you probably heard me in the, in the back of the audiences because we, we all heard you <laughs> we all heard you but but um, but that's your mm. great gift to to relate to an audience i think you know so, so oh well, thank yeah. you that's that's very kind and, and 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 i think what makes me laugh the most in life is 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 someone is impatience you know, and frustration, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, like all you of know us. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I think when I find myself in that in that mode, I try and capture that and put that into the routine. So I, I, I said to, I actually said to Paul McCaffrey a while back on the phone um, for for whatever reason. I said that my I don't know what we were talking about. We talk about comedy quite a lot because he's such a He's such an enthusiast. It's amazing. Oh, it's brilliant. But yeah. we, um, that, that I try and the, the, the act, you know, my act is is me when I'm late and I'm stuck in a queue. <laughs> that's my act. That's who I, you know, when you see me on stage, that's who you're watching. You're watching me running late and stuck in a queue. So it's not, you know, it's not. Of course, it's not completely me. Yeah. But uh, it is. It, it, there is a in that act on stage that you watch is that you know that guy does exist in me and he's, he's utterly <laughs> irrational and unreasonable but i think he's that's what i love about people, it he's, mate that's, he's quite funny. that's what i love about it um can you tell me what do you think makes a good comedian oh well i think that, that um well It's a strange question, that isn't yeah. it? Because I mean, what what do what do, what do I like? What do what do I? Sorry, go on. Karen, I was just going to no, say. Go on. I was just going to say, comedy is very subjective, so it is quite a difficult question. Yeah, it's very subjective, and I think that I suppose I tell you what I like. I, I, uh, you know, this doesn't mean that it makes a good comedian or what. I don't. I, I don't know what makes a good comedian. I've got no idea. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> but, but I think that I like, I really like it when I'm watching someone on stage and I, I believe them and I believe that the person I'm watching on stage is the person off stage. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that, I think that, I think it's quite a special thing that, and I think a few people have it and I, I love watching it, and um, I think when it's more about then what was it Buster Keaton said? Oh shit! What did he say? Buster Keaton said a good, something like something like a good comedian does funny things. A great comedian does things funny yeah yeah I've, I've read that quote and, yeah. and i and i and i i i think i suppose that quote stood out to me because i think that's what i look for when i'm watching a comic is when it's just they could do anything really there is you know this, they almost, you, you you could believe that they wouldn't need 
yeah. you could you could believe that they would need to write a joke. Yeah, yeah. And you could say, Go, go yeah. and they would they would somehow be able to make love. So I suppose that really for me personally. The first the first act I ever saw as a uh, with 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 my family in the seventies were um Tommy Cooper and Les Dawson. And wow. uh, and they there there is this other level Morecambe and Wise had it uh, those mm. two um, I think Peter Kay's got it where you walk they walk on and you just want to go for a drink with them because they're so endearingly funny warm and you believe it's their persona um, on portrayed on stage that is off stage um, when we saw Tommy Cooper um, uh, the curtains opened and he was lying on a bed and he was just lying there and one woman in the audience started laughing and it trickled round so wow. everybody was laughing wow. and he hadn't done a thing and after about yeah. after about five minutes he popped his head up and he went what what has somebody come on <laughs> it was a brilliant wow. line just to kill him yeah. and, and he was yeah. He was just extraordinary. Ken Dodd is another one who he was all gags, but but my God, he was there to make that audience laugh. I've, and I've been there for five hours in the in the in the crowd watching him, convulsing with laughter. Ken Dodd. Yeah. He he he, fam yeah. he famously has the Freud quote where he said he said Freud Freud said that. Um, uh, a laugh uh, trickles up from this great long word through you and then out through your mouth mind you he said freud never played glasgow empire on a friday night <laughs> and it's always it's all these wonderful stories that yes, knowing yeah. having seen them all luckily that you pick up over the, over the years but um it's fascinating it really is um Let's move on. Uh, you won the Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year in 2009, as well as the Chortle mm -hmm. Best Breakthrough Act in 2010 and the Chortle Best Compare nominee in 2011. Can you describe these experiences of A, entering competitions and getting so far in them? Because they're thoroughly deserved. Oh, well, well, you don't know that. You, you never thought about that. <laughs> well, we thoroughly deserve but, um, now. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, should, I should enter Leicester Mercury throughout to the year now. Um, uh, so that would go down well. Um, the, uh, oh, look, I don't really, I don't really, to be honest with you, the only thing I, um, when I think about the, the competition years, if you will, yeah. was... I, I think I got into all the finals, or most of the finals, and I just kept on finishing second in every competition. Right. I would come second. So, so, so all of, and, and you know, and if I, I, you know, I, I can I can admit that I um, I wanted to win, and I was probably too too desperate to to, to win. Right. Um, and um, and I did. I kept. I kept, you know. I kept losing. And so by the time I got to Leicester Mercury, I was fed up with the feeling of, of loss. And, um, and so, so, and so I didn't, I didn't, so I didn't want to win. I didn't, I, you know, I decided I don't care. And I thought I'll probably, I'll just come second. And I, I made up 
my that I made that up in my head that well, you know, I'm going to come second, so it doesn't really matter what I do. <laughs> so you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So so I was asleep before <laughs> I went on. Someone goes to the game room to wake me up to put me on, and then of course that's the one you go and win. Of course, of course, when you don't really care anymore, um, which is you know, is life, isn't it? It's always the way. But um, so you know, it's I, I, I I'm. Uh, it's weird, uh, you know, th th those those new act awards and stuff, they're good, they're lovely for the time, but I think, str I don't know, I don't know yeah. why I think about those yeah. sorts of things, I think, I think, they, I think, I do, you don't think know. do you think they get recognised, do you think they're good, do you think if you hadn't have done them, you'd have got where you are now, it's all very interesting <laughs> because... Some of the people I talk to like them, and others don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, mm. I, I don't know because I don't really know. Did I? I don't know if I got something out of them, you know, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. I don't. I don't really know if I did or not. Um, um, but um, and you know, they're not nice things. They turn this thing that should be about um, making people laugh and having a wonderful time and. You know, making a tit of yourself and expressing yourself on stage and <laughs> and and pandemonium, and then and then it's sort of it's it's then suddenly put into this competitive market, and suddenly yeah, yeah. These, your peers are your enemies. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I I'm not. I, I wouldn't say I enjoyed the. Um, I would. I'm not saying. I'm not sure. I'd say I enjoyed the. The process, but look, hey, they work out great for some people. Yeah, some yeah. people win them, and then they get the show, and they get to do the next thing. So, you know, it's I, I don't I suppose there's no real other there's no any other way of doing it. Is, is yeah, it? you yeah. know, that's where all the agents and the producers go to see the new talent. And yeah, there you have it. You mentioned before about nerves. How do you cope mm. with any nerves before you go on stage? Do you do you have a way of of calming down i do you think nerves play a part of your performance how do you cope with getting any nerves well i used to get a lot of nerves and i used to get nerves for, for far too long uh you know as in as in as in too long into my career I, yeah. I was getting these nerves and um i i used to think that i needed them and they they sort of fed the energy right but actually actually you know it was stressful it yeah. was stressful yeah. to to be, be that yeah. nervous and then to go on stage and then unleash this yeah. this this sort of bomb of energy on the audience yeah. um it, it was it was exhausting even, even like to be honest with you, even at such a even in my in my twenties, it was it's just so stressful that uh, your nerves go up here and then you unleash them on the crowd and and then you're fulfilled if the gig goes well, but if it doesn't, you've used all that adrenaline on this this flat crowd and it, I, I I didn't really I couldn't relax. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just there was no and 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 um. And so when I sort of got to my thirties, I really worked on, on, on being able to just walk on stage yeah. uh, and starting from where I would be in real life. And then, and then, and, and then, you know, in, in the, in the duration of the set, you know, turning it up and, and just being in more control of, of, of myself on stage. So I practiced that by, 
by, by remaining seated before I went on. You know, if you're on yeah. a mixed bill and there were comics, I'd make sure that I didn't get up, that I was just rooted on the ground and so that my my nerves couldn't, you know, I wasn't pacing up and down. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and I would make sure to try and not think about the gig, to make sure I was talking to, you know, the act. And really to, to hold off thinking about the sets that I was about to do until I was walking onto the stage. So, that, so that's where I sort of uh, ended up, really. Um, but, did, that, um, did that work for you? I think that, well, yeah. I've, I've, I personally think that made me um, a better... It made me, well, it did lots of things. I think it, I think it made me a better performer. Right. But I also, it, it, made, it made me be able to enjoy it more. Because yeah. I was, I was, with it, I was sort of in my own body. Whereas yeah. before, it, it was just... It was just, uh, you know, it was, um, God, I was so, and, yeah. pe and people mistook, I remember people that, even, I remember even comedians would mistake the, the sort of energy for confidence. Normally you think that the loudest, you know, it's a very loud, I'm very loud, I know that, when I'm on stage. <laughs> and, and animated. <laughs> yes, no, yes, you're clapping. <laughs> but um, pe people would mistake that for, for confidence, of which right. it, it, um, it wasn't, you know, it was, yeah. it was actually sort of the opposite, really. So, so following on from that, um, do you have a way of remembering your routines? How, how do you remember all the information? I've said, I've said since basically since I've started, you know, my answer to that has never changed, which is really it's what I think. So why do I need to remember? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know. You don't. You, if you're. If it's not. It's not a script as such. You know. Yeah. I'm. These. These are thoughts that I have, and I'm. I'm. I'm hoping I plucked the. Um. The. The. You know. The funny ones, and I'm, I'm just. I'm just retelling them to you. So yeah, I never. Yeah. You know. It's. It's not a script. That's interesting because a lot of comics I know either have them on well, their hands, a notebook, or, or you know, and they, and well, they good, have points. My good friend, um, Mark Simmons, yeah, yeah. The, you know, He's incredible joke here. writer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, Mark, I know Mark struggles, Mark goes on with a clipboard, Mark struggles to remember, because, and the difference is, the reason he struggles to remember and uses a clipboard is because He's re he's not remembering his own thoughts. He's reading his jokes that he's written. Yeah, yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah. You know, like if I write a a, si uh, a sitcom, I'm just saying this because I'm, I'm, I'm writing something at the moment. Yeah. Just my own person. It's sort of how I keep a, a diary of my life. Yeah, is yeah. I write uh, scripts. Is is that I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to recount that because it's not what I think. You know, it's got characters. It's got fictionalized segments it's got things that haven't happened to me so you know i can't just recount them. yeah and yeah. that's the difference really it's interesting because um other than the blog for me uh i wrote uh, a play yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, what play? I've, written, what play? I've, written, I've written like a 40 minute play which me and my mate, me and my mate put on for comic relief in 2007 it's called the applicant and it's about <clears throat> it's about uh, a bloke who moves to london from carlisle and he comes down to <clears throat> london and he can't get a job he's, he's got a he's got a very successful girlfriend and he can't get a job so each each of the um scenes is uh 
the first part is in a waiting room and the second half the second part's the interview so when the when the when my mate come on he played all the different interviewers it was better because we could talk and and banter but um yeah. but in the first bit when i'm sitting in the waiting room i've got the audience and i'm nervous because it's i'm we're waiting for an interview and i start chatting to the in, to the audience so i wrote these great long monologues about this character and of course the, yeah. the first night we did them i ran out and I, I was like a rabbit in headlights and i completely forgot the monologue <laughs> oh my god i would, but, I would love to have seen that so so it's so it's fascinating when you say it's just your thoughts because it is it's it's what you're recounting over the last week or few weeks or whatever but if you're writing yeah. something i yeah. i i i always thought with the applicant the best joke i wrote was his character the character was called norman oliver hope no hope and uh, there was a letter his first rejection letter i completely forgot <laughs> So I couldn't get his name out, <laughs> but uh, maybe one day I'll take it to Edinburgh. But it's, it's, it, yeah. We did uh, put, it, put it on a put it on an ABC and all the comments yeah. are going to Maybe one day, maybe maybe yeah. revive it. I've still got the poster up there. Anyway, um, so mm. let's move on again and uh, let's move on to Edinburgh. What was your first Edinburgh fringe like? Oh God! Um, <laughs> first Edinburgh Fringe. Don't tell me you forgot it. it uh, all. <laughs> well, I, 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 um, I did my first Edinburgh. I did the free fringe on the Royal Mile with um, Caroline Maybe. Wow. Who's a friend? Who's, who's still a friend? It's weird. Me and Caroline didn't speak for years, wow. and it just just because we didn't, I think our lives sort of just went in, in different directions. Right. She lives in Shepherd's Bush, and, and we we've been going for walks, yeah. um, in the in the in the lockdown. So it's been it's been it's been really yeah. It's lovely to see her again yeah, and, and yeah, reconnect. Yeah. Um, but we, so I did a show with Caroline, and um, so was that actually on uh, the Royal Mile? Or was like it was in a pub. It was in the White Horse. Right. And uh, it was me, Caroline, and Miriam Elliot. Right. Who I don't, I don't, I don't know what I, I, she became an, uh, an author or an illustrator. Right. And um, and we were just. I mean, I was just. <laughs> we, once one, we once got a one star review, and I was because we were just. I was just so hungover. <laughs> I was just. And all I did was drink. Like I was twenty, whatever, two or three. I don't know. <laughs> Too. Oh yeah, I was just drunk, you know. That's why I love to go. <laughs> yeah, God, those are the days. I, I, I first went in 2005 and I've been going ever since and because I live in Carlisle, because um, uh, I go up to Carlisle quite a bit, it's only an hour away so I go up there for a week and I take a load of my friends up there and we have the best time and um uh um i've been going for 15 years solid i see about 50 shows in a week it's my holiday um, oh you're uh, mental, you're <laughs> mental. 
but it's just great. I feel nauseous. I've seen you many a time in the Pleasance Courtyard. You, you, you play the Pleasance Cabaret Bar quite a bit over the years. I was sad to not be able to get that back for the last show and have yeah. to do a different room. I was really gutted about that. But um, yeah, the, the Pleasant's Cabaret was as I have some of my um Was it in the I have some of my fondest memories of stand up yeah. in that in that room. Was it in the gilded balloon you last the the, the um No 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 no, it was still the Pleasants, but oh, it was the it? Pleasant's Dome. Because I've written down, I've seen many of your brilliant solo shows, Yin and Yang in 2011, Shown to be Wild. That was terrible! That, that was, was good! They were all good, mate. <laughs> Shown to be Wild in 2012, The Lion King, mm -hmm. I love these names, in 2013, mm -hmm. Sean Walsh 28, 2014, mm -hmm. and after this mm -hmm. one I'm going home in 2019. So, yeah. from all those shows, can you missed you... one for the road. No, that uh, after this one, I'm going home was 2019. I when no, was I, one for the road 2018? Uh, I think it was 2017. Oh, was it? I don't know why I missed. No, that. I'm just sorry. I'm, just, I'm not. Like, I'm not correcting you. I'm just. Rem I'm like. I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, oh. I don't mean to, I'm, I'm just remembering myself. And there, was, <laughs> and there was another one called, it went 28 and then it went well, maybe the year one, I don't think I saw I one, one for the road. I don't think I saw one for the road. That was one I oh. sadly missed. Um, but <laughs> but the, the, the point of, the, of talking about all this is, yes. uh, Sorry. can you uh, uh, tell me how you get your ideas for shows and how do you go about writing them? Do you have a method or again, is it just all thoughts? Or because again, the, the things that you talk about are so relatable to an audience that, that it's, one of the, it's one of the highlights of me going to the fringe, I tell you. Oh, oh, thank you. That's so lovely. Um, After all, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Still, still didn't come and see one for the road, though. Yeah, yeah. So probably not much of a fan. No, um, no, uh, uh, we might have seen. Well, look, I don't think I don't think I I I did the, I did I had two shows. Like the first Edinburgh show I did, which was um, I would happily punch myself in the face. Yes. And then there was Yin and Yang, which is just ridiculous. Every time I hear the, y the Yin and Yang um, title, I think of Daniel Kitson oh. finding out that was the title <laughs> to my show and, and laughing and, and, and saying, that is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was just, I was so embarrassed. Oh, um, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, I love him. You know, he's, he's amazing. Um, he, you know, he's joking. Well, he wasn't joking, but you know, it's Kitson, so you'll allow it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think if those two shows had been mixed into one, I think that would have been a very, very decent um, first go at yeah, doing yeah, the show. Yeah. I, don't, but the, 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 I didn't know what I was doing, mate. For the first one, for what, for, for I'd happily punch myself in the face. I 
had done only two previews and got to about 40 minutes in both of them <laughs> and then was going to Edinburgh to do this hour show. It was, I was completely out of my depth as I always, <laughs> always bloody was. So I, um, so I, so I, so I, so I just, yeah, so, um, so I did that. And, but I think by the time I did, um, the <laughs> sort of sarcastically called Sean to be wild. Yeah. By the time I did that, suddenly something had changed where I was, uh, there was this theme, but the theme was, oh God, uh, absolutely mad. I believe you, I believe you. What was I thinking? An hour of alcohol and my drinking. What is that? I just, and I, I've defended this and I will always defend this. I had nothing else to talk about. I was 25, I think, or six. I was 26, and I was 20, 20, 25 or 26, and I was doing, I was, I was doing like a Channel Four show called Stand Up for the Week. I was doing this thing, so I was working quite hard, and then I was going out with my friends and getting absolutely <laughs> shit faced. That was the only thing I had to talk about, and so, um, so yeah, so. And but such brilliant did, detail. <laughs> yes, but, well, well, certainly in a lot of detail. And, and but what it did sort of strangely teach me is how to. I think it taught me is how to structure a, um, a, a, you know, how to almost not. It wasn't really telling of a story, but structure a show and, yeah. and have a beginning and, and an arc and all that stuff. Yeah. And so the next year, I then was nominated for the. Um, the, the whatever the the best you know the best show yeah and and uh, and and that was really out of the Sean to be wild show the booze and the Lion King was just the follow up to that it was the sequel it was the, in my mind you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the sequel because it was me moving in on my own and um, and trying to That's not rough. be the, the, the character <laughs> from Sean to be wild you know the guy from Sean to be wild and and failing. And so that was the, that was, um, yeah, it got nominated and that, that, you know, that was a very fond memory of mine. And yeah. um, I think there was, there was one, a couple of nights during that run in, in Edinburgh of The Lion King that were the, were just, Sunday was, yeah, it just all clicked and it, it was, the, they were the best shows that I, they, they a were, couple of the best shows I ever did. They, they certainly, for me, I, I couldn't stop laughing all the way through um if, I'd, if yeah. I'd have known you then you'd have heard me in the crowd yeah yeah <laughs> but 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 believe me we were there my, myself and my friends we were just really i believe you i believe you <laughs> <laughs> we were and it's funny you mention um daniel kitson because i first saw him on phoenix nights before i saw him live he was a he, he played a dj in the club in phoenix nights yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. um he uh he looked like me <laughs> he had the glasses <laughs> on and, <laughs> and everybody's that's you that's you and, I'm, and uh, it was very funny yeah. and i thought and I, thought, I must make a point of going to see him and then i went to see his show his act and it was completely <laughs> brilliantly so obscure mm. it was it was wonderful um yeah just incredible yeah uh we're all living in very strange times it's a it's a weird time all this lockdown and everything um how have you found online gigs as opposed to live gigs 
I've not been doing them, mate. Oh. I did a couple in um, in lockdown one, yeah. and um, and I actually I really loved you. You were there, weren't you? On the they the, always the, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I think yeah. the familiarity. Wow, what yeah. a weird world that James Gill has built, where the comedians still like they know the crowd. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And um, but I, it just, you know, I feed off the. Um, not even I feed. Well, it is, it is, I suppose. I feed off the 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 crowd and the, the yeah. energy and the noise, and and that's really what gets me going. Yeah, that's my you know my my petrol. Yeah. And um and I just don't really I think if I can't be the one I, I just don't I just don't fancy sitting No it's fine in that, my um but I am doing do you know what I'm doing to make it a bit of fun, I'm doing the um tonight I actually have a, an online gig. Right. But I'm doing my old dub I'm doing my old double act with Mark Simmons. Because that's different. Oh, that's right. different. Oh, I, wow. I don't, I don't have to sort of spend so much of myself. No, on that. no. I'm just having a laugh with my my friend. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. No, I my yeah. my view is is they're a, they're a, they're an excellent substitute, and and if it hadn't if online comedy hadn't have happened, I don't know how I would have got through lockdown. But oh, um, good, well, good. I'm glad yeah, you did. Yeah, but but I can't. I I miss live performance. I I so miss it. I, I love going for mm. a few beers and then to a comedy night and, and you know, cause, because with live performance, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what you're going to get. And and that's the magic of it because you're all contained within the room. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, the, the only other thing I want to say as well is with Always Be Comedy, with, with any of the online comedy nights, because I go to a few now. I go to Jarlett's one, the Irish... Uh, the return of the crack on a Friday night. I go to Sion, Sion, Sean James is one. Uh, the Happy Mondays one. They're all online big uh, comedy nights. But the Always Be Comedy one. I'm so pleased for him because they've worked so hard to get it right. But when they when they first when I first went along to them, there was no audio at all. And so yes. I, was, I was just sitting here laughing of four walls. I thought I was going to be taken away because nobody could hear me and neighbours were yeah, banging on the yeah, windows. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. But then when he opened yeah. it up, that was a specific... Yeah, it was sort of, the sort of first to do it, to yeah, work out yeah. how to get the sort yeah. of front row. So, yeah, yeah. no, but, uh, yeah. He's, done a, he's done a top job there. And um, I think when we get closer to, the, uh, to coming out and doing those garden gigs, I'll yeah. probably try and put a favour and see if I can I can uh, get on and, and just and, and like you say just maybe just test some stuff before that I have to go and stand in a beer garden yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, who are your favourite comedians past and present is that too wide a question or no well I uh, God, you know it's <laughs> obviously would be anyone's and Stuart Lee and yeah. uh but then, you know, by the same token, you know, uh, Lee Evans and, yeah. uh, and, of course, Dylan Moran and, um, uh, you know, I love Jack D. Yeah. Um, uh, I think. Oh, I do like watching. I was going to say, I don't really watch much stand-up, but I do um, when when Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr yeah, the uh, super. You know, 
to drop a stab, I will watch them, but I don't. I try. I try to stay away. I don't. I, I don't even try and stay away from it. All right. I just. I just. I just. I just don't go near it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I. I um, I'm so, I don't, yeah. uh, but um. The reason, the reason I ask it is. I tell you what. I tell you what. I, I tell you what. Though I, I, I will say this because I, sometimes I forget to say this. Uh, I, I remember this after I've done a, a sort of yeah. chat like this. Is that when it comes to home viewing, I'll watch my old favourites. Now I watch Jack D, and, uh, and I don't watch them much, but I treat myself maybe once a year. I'll watch each of those. Um, Jeff Green. I love Jeff oh, Green. Oh yeah, he's superb. Absolutely so, uh, so, so underrated. He is underrated. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, in, in this country, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, 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 um, what was I going to say? Is I, I love watching um, live comedy, and I love, you know, I love watching when I'm, I'm there, and there, there are there are people on the bill that I like and, and get on with. I love watching them, and I, lo you know, I do love it. So I sort of. I sometimes think that oh, I don't. I don't really like, you know. You know, I sort of sound as I get the impression sometimes I don't like stand up because I watch it at home and I don't really want it in my life. But I love it. I just, I just love. Sit, I just, I just love the real thing. Yeah, That's yeah. all. I just, yeah. I just don't. I just don't really like watching it on telly. But I do. I really, really, really do love it. When I'm I believe there, you. I believe at, you. At, at, at <laughs> night. Yeah, no, no, I'm just sort of, I'm just sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. you know, remembering myself though. That's because yeah, I often yeah. tell, no, I, I try great. not to watch anything and and uh, but yeah, no, I do. You know, I, lo I love it. Um, I, I do top secret a lot, which yeah, is yeah. sort of my 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 club. I see it as my club, and you know, when 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 friends are on and you're on the same bill. I love watching them. It's just so I laugh. I I end up being a bit like you, you know. I end up laughing more than everyone else. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's very rare I sit in silence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Sean, uh, like me, do you go to a lot of comedy gigs as a member of the audience? Uh, the uh, long answer to that is no. Right. <laughs> So the other question for that is, if you're on a bill of comedians, will you stay and watch the rest of the acts? Yeah, I will. If my friends are on, I love to stay and watch. Yeah. If there's if there's an act I you know I love, I mean, you know, I can name loads. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I've done. I did a bit. I, I was on a bill. Was it actually before? I think it was before COVID. But you know, it was it was it was um. It was headliners chizzing, and Sean Mio was hosting. Right. And the bill was, and the the, bill, the lineup was uh, Paul Tomkinson, myself, and Tom Stay. What a I bill! Mean, I, I, I swear to God, so, it was just incredible. That's I'm watching watching those two. I, I, you know, is a friend of mine. Yeah, he's brilliant. Uh, I, I, I think he's an absolutely phenomenal. Stand-up comedian, and I think that him and, uh, and Tom Stage did yeah. one of the best sets I've, I've ever I've ever seen. Yeah, I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. So you know, I do. I, yeah, if there are people, you know, the thing is, the thing is, I I grew up. My comedy sort of education was watching 
your Tom Stades and your Paul Tompkinsons live at, at Comedia. So to me, that I look up, not look up to those guys, but like they're still, I, I see them and I, I still worship them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're to me, you know, they're. That is you know, so good. That is so good. Tom, they, they are. They are. They are the best. They are the best. Yeah. But no, they, they, they go out on the on the, on the week. So, you know, people. There are a lot of comics on the circuit that go out tough rooms, and, and people don't know who they are, and they go out there and they absolutely crush it. That is I've phenomenal. Seen, seen you look that. at the level of comedy nowadays, where it's not about. You know, it's not about sort of making that room laugh yeah, as yeah, much yeah. as you can. And there are these other um, sort of aims of, of performing. Fine. But in terms of just purely trying to make people laugh, you know, the circuit is full of, of just some fantastically talented people. And uh, they don't, they, they absolutely do not get, I think, the credit they deserve no way yeah i i totally agree you pick two absolute corkers there whenever they appear and they're and they're so very friendly as well they all they always hello rich nice to see you again and 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 you're and you're it's just fantastic you know because um you forget how many great comedians there are and that's why this blog exists i suppose um just before we go and i've much enjoyed talking to you i really have uh, is there anything is there anything else you'd like to say uh where can people find you on social media have you got any online gigs coming up or any podcasts or are you writing any books uh, or writing any books i don't know <laughs> you uh, no, tell no, me. no there's there's my there's my podcast with um Paul McCaffrey. Yes. Uh, it's 15 minutes. It's called What's Upset You Now? Yeah. And uh, we now do it with special guests. So uh, some of the guests that we've, that we've already got booked in, Matt Ford, uh, Rob Beckett, Lloyd Griffith, um, uh, Rachel Fairburn, and, uh, and and hopefully many more to come. Brilliant. Uh, some other special guests. Mark Steele, who's going to do it. So, um, and, uh, That's a great and another huge name. So um, come over and listen to that. It's only 15 minutes. It's very funny. Brilliant. And, uh, well, I have uh, listened, and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm glad you liked it. Really, Cheers, mate. Really, I'm, really good. I, Richard, I'm going to be very rude, and I'm going to, I'm going to sort of run off, if you will, on Zoom because it's it's QPR against Birmingham, and I Absolutely. really need to. to catch <laughs> I don't blame you. Game. I don't blame okay, you. Lots of lots of love, and lovely, lovely to see you, mate. Lovely to see your smile, and uh, <laughs> hear your laugh and your clap. Ta-da. Goodbye. All right, mate. All the best.